well, hello everybody out there in music video land, and welcome to another exciting episode of This Week in Music Videos, the Music Video Land podcast, brought to you by your super good friends at IMBDB, which stands for the Internet Music Video Database. Uh, you can find it at imvdb.com. This is a podcast where we talk about music videos, music video news. My name is Adam of the IMVDB, and with me as usual, from somewhere in Manhattan, uh, Doug records this from a different telephone booth every week, um, and uh, who knows where he is this week, but somewhere around the island of Manhattan is Mr. Doug Klinger. Doug, how are you? Doing super good, Adam. I'm way up to be stressed. Uh, is it called the telephone booth if it's just like, if it's out in the world? Like, there's no door or anything. Those are the new. Te- I don't think. I don't think in the current world that they could let loose one of the old style like get in a tiny room in public. I, cell phone I do. I do think there's one or two left in Manhattan. Really? Maybe just one, or in New York City. Maybe not just Manhattan. I think I heard that. I don't. I don't know where it is or something. But I do, I do think there's one with a door still, uh, so Superman can change. God, why did I make that joke? Uh, I regret <laughs> it already. Oh, we're, we're all, don't worry. I'll definitely cut that out. Um, and no, then, keep it. It's fine. Speaking of cutting it out, is uh, of <laughs> north of the. Wall. I don't even know what that means. I'm sorry, Adam. Uh, from north of the wall of Fridge Music Fix, Mister Cut It Out himself, uh, Mister Adam Alexander. How are you? I'm I'm good, Adam. I hope you don't cut me out, though. I hope we keep in at least the, the few things I say tonight. No, that's a Joey Gladstone reference, you know, like from Full House. <laughs> Full, Full House, House is coming out, coming Full out soon. coming to Netflix. If they, if they don't make a cut it out joke at least once on Fuller House, I am canceling my Netflix subscription. So they will, they will, Doug. Actually, actually, Adam, I think you're the only person I actually haven't cut out of this podcast. Occasionally, I'll, I'll go back and cut out large swaths of what I say. Um, but out of, anything Adam says, it stays. It's gold. Right. It's the rule. Unless, it's, in his con- it's in his contract. That's right. Google dot contract. <laughs> um, so we have a lot. Of, let's stop joshing around because we got a lot yeah. of good stuff to talk about. Um, and I think we should start with. Well, first of all, we, we we're going to run the gamut today from uh, really interesting music videos. A lot of interesting music videos from a technical standpoint. We have one that was done live, which is really yeah. interesting. Another one that had a crazy amount of just technical kind of planning and uh, meticulousness behind it. Um, what, what I think we should start with, though, is the event that happened this past not weekend but on Monday is the Grammys, the fifty. Oh shit! It's technically Grammys. the weekend because it was a long weekend for That's here in the true. states. Is, isn't the Grammys usually on a Sunday? I was kind of expecting it to be on the Sunday, and then I realized it was Monday, uh, or maybe it always yeah, happens the, on a Monday. That totally yeah, I don't. Through. I missed. I missed it because of that. Because it did seem weird. Yeah, because I I work. Wait, they don't celebrate uh, President's Day in Sudbury, Ontario. They have Family Day, right? We do have family. Day. Yeah, I thought that, that was. A, that I thought somebody day. was just was like dicking around with me until I looked it up no. and realized it's actually a thing. What does yeah. Family Day celebrate? The, the divorce. It celebrates, it's, <laughs> it celebrates families of all kinds, even oh, divorced families. Even that's actually just lovely. Yeah, it's a beautiful day to. Is it a government with, uh, bank holiday or? Uh, yeah, it is. You like you had off school. You didn't go to school. I didn't go to school. I didn't go to school. I actually did go to work. We we don't get family day. We get another civic holiday instead in place uh, of it. But yeah, mo- we, most people, eighty percent of the people, were off that day. Presidents in in the states, Presidents Day is kind of the same thing. You like mm-hmm. either get that or Columbus Day or something stupid. Yeah, it was for us. It was either MLK or uh, or Presidents Day. We could take whichever we wanted. Um, Crazy. But- 
No, Family Day is recent, right? Because I don't remember that from when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, it was um, Bob Ray that started, uh, I believe, started Family Day. I would say, uh, um, I don't know, eight years, maybe. Fairly new. Eight years deep into Family Day. That's tight. Wow. Yeah. New holidays. Can you believe new holidays? That is crazy. Yeah. I can't even, because every single holiday in the U.S., um, like the, the most recent one was Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and that was in the I think in the late '80s, so way you know before I, I arrived in America. Unless you're talking about um, like twi- Twitter trending topic holidays, just like mm. holidays that aren't really holidays, but suddenly you're like, what is this trending topic about? Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's you know, it's national like blow out half the candles on a cake day or something like that. I believe like, today is just... National Drink Wine Drinking Day. I think. Oh shit. Um, I think that's for real. Um, but, you know, speaking of trending topics, the Grammys tore it up this oh, year yeah. in terms of trending topics. And we should talk about the one award that is given out every year for the Grammys uh, that is music video related. And I was pretty proud of the Grammys because uh, they've kind of mixed it up in, in years past because they're very much like the Oscars where they have... You know, the big categories like uh, the Oscars have, you know, video, you know, film of the year and director of the year and all that stuff. Uh, best of actress and actor and actress. I think they, uh, the Oscars call it best picture. Oh, um, best picture. Yeah, not best movie. <laughs> film uh, of the year. But uh, for, you know, for the Grammys, they have like album of the year and record of the year and all that stuff. Um, but then they have, just like the Oscars, like a lot of technical categories. And they, they've done like experiments with the pre-show. They never used to televise it. Now it's broadcast on the Internet. Um, a few years ago, they had Cindy Lauper host it, and this time they just went for a more like straightforward kind of kind of deal. Um, and that did you is- see the clips of of Bow Wow from the pre-show? There's a clip of Bow Wow like right before the Grammys are about to start, and there's like a timer in the corner, like the Grammys are going to start in a minute and thirty. 30- seconds and his timing in his head is just way off and he keeps like going like he keeps going like and here it all right see you later like as he's throwing it up and he's still got like a minute left and he just just, like four or five times he tries to throw it and then realizes he's early and tries to (laughs) tries to recover and the thing is you know specifically as the audience member that he's fucking up because the timer's there you're like bow wow what are you doing you got a minute left and uh it's really good if you guys if you guys haven't seen it it will definitely link to it in the show notes because yeah, it's I've, very funny i've written it down because i have not seen that and I, i'm very much just interested in seeing it it's so good there's like a band that walks by it's so funny it's so funny he's trying to talk to audience members that get away from me yeah it's good it's good check it out so the 58th Grammys, uh, they basically have one award that's related to music videos, and that is Best Music Video. We had uh, LSD by ASAP, Rock, ASAP Rocky, directed by Dexter Navy. Mm-hmm. I Feel Love, Every Million Miles by The Dead Weather, directed by Ian and Cooper. Shout out to Ian Cooper. Oh, IMC, as I like to call them. And they have Cooper been- wore a... Um- uh, last year, David Wilson broke the male dress code by wearing purple suit or plum suit and high heels. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, this year, Cooper of Ian and Cooper wore a cat T-shirt and a blazer. Nice. So, it's following the following the line of music video directors breaking the dress code. I think that should be a tradition every year. One person draws a, or maybe yeah. draws a long straw, or the short straw, depending on. How yeah. You oh, and Tilly, Colin Tilly also wore like an electric blue suit. Nice. Why do I know what everyone wore? To the yeah. Where did you see? You're a stylish guy. Everyone, yeah. po- everyone, everyone posts the pictures of themselves on Facebook. Yeah. Um, 
so we also had All Right by Kendrick Lamar, directed by the aforementioned Colin Tilly of the Electric Blue Suit. Um, <laughs> then we had Bad Blood. I, it's not listed on our site as remix. I I, I guess it's just because Kendrick because Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar is in it. Yeah. Um, by Taylor Swift featuring Kenneth Lamar, directed by Joseph Kahn. And then uh, Freedom by Pharrell, directed by Paul Hunter. And the winner was Bad Blood by Kanye Swift. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Adam? Kanye was the winner. That's right. Well, no, he wasn't. Kanye's always the big winner. But no, yeah, the, the winner was, and, and the, so the winner was Taylor Swift. And is, there were two awards that... Twitter was upset that Kendrick Lamar didn't win. Mm-hmm. Um, one was Music Video of the Year, and 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 then all, the other was um, Album of the Year, which I think probably got more attention. I think less people were upset about the music video part, uh, but most people thought he should have won Album of the Year, which also went to, to Taylor Swift, right? For 1989, yeah. yeah. Um, which is interesting. Album of the Year is sort of a famous award in that it, it has famously gone to kind of head-scratching uh, yeah, it's nominees like Steely Dan won one year last year. Uh, Beck won for uh, that that kind of soft acoustic album. Adam, do you remember the name of that album? Uh, Morning Phase. Morning maybe? Phase. Yeah, that's uh, even it, yeah. when even when it makes sense to some folks, it doesn't make sense to others. I remember both um, Arcade Fire, like. It was like yeah. who is Ar- who is who is Arcade Fire became right. a trending topic, and then the same right. when Bonnie Vare won Best Album. Yeah, even Beck, even Beck got uh, a Tumblr <laughs> yeah. for Who Is Beck, which was yeah, Who Is Beck. <laughs> but in, when Arcade Fire won, like I like man, I was on board with that, like because yeah. right after the Suburbs came out, and I you couldn't like I was a huge Arcade Fire fan. You couldn't and, separate you from that album. Oh yeah, yeah. We and I had the I had the physical. I bought the CD at. Uh, CDs, yeah. Um, so let's talk about Bad Blood because, uh, like, I think it's it's no secret uh, that we're not super big fans of this video for for numerous reasons. Um, not to, not not at this level, right? Like, we didn't right. love the video when it first came out. I think it's not like I think there are several Joseph Kahn Taylor Swift videos that are better than that one. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, um, uh, but it. Um, just as a concept, like I don't get, really get the concept. It's just a, it's just an opening sequence, basically. Um, and uh, but and, and we kind of treaded this ground back when it came out. It just is it seems really surprising that it just keeps getting this rec- this level of recognition. And I've and I've kind of I mean I've thought a lot about this because this video has gone way way farther than I think anybody of us anticipated. We kind of like panned it when it came out on on this podcast, and it's. It, I mean, at the MTV VMAs, it, it won Video of the Year as well as Best Collaboration and was nominated for a, a large amount of, of awards, including Best Direction. And, and my theory is that this video does well with sort of committee votes like this because there there is a Grammy committee and, and, and famously, uh, you know, it, it, it is made up of people who maybe, you know, are paying varying amounts of attention to what's going on. Um, and I think they see... A list like this, and 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 this stands out to them for a number of reasons. Not that yeah. that's any of the, the Grammy. I'm I'm sure there are many people who are yeah, have already seen all these videos on this list, or at least seen All Right and Bad Blood and Freedom. Um, mm-hmm. And they look at this and they're like, oh, it's it's a you know it's a massive star. It's a funny concept, kind of. It's extremely high budget, and people seem to be talking about it, and it's got a lot of views. Like, pff, no brainer. Let's get you know, let's get this. And they, I think it's. 
I think it's fooling you into thinking you're entertained. Right. Yeah. Because it's flashy and it's and it's and it's um, really accomplished in you know like in craft and it's and it's just high 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 level filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So you're like, this is this is, they're having fun. Look at how fu- how much fun they're having. This is fun. I think. Right. Um, but but like I think it doesn't really hold you know hold water. Yeah. Did you guys did you guys see this link I just sent you? This is yes. the other thing you don't get. This is the other thing you don't get when you give this award to Kendrick Lamar. So this this was hours before the Grammys were even on. At two p.m. on the day the Grammys were on, Taylor Swift like tweeted this video of her and Selena Gomez like um, artificially celebrating the because <laughs> this doesn't seem genuine. Like nobody celebrates like this as you like filming yourself. Uh, but like they were celebrating that they had won Grammy for best music video and they are not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I I don't think um, you'd you'd have got a tweet or a, a video like this uh, at a Kendrick Lamar for if he would have won this award. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was sort of following Twitter at the time that they announced that award, and just you know, kind of you know keeping up the feed of uh, you know best music video Grammys. And I would say ninety five percent of the chatter was people Taylor Swift fans. Um, yeah. There was very little people, you know, a very little amount of people advocating on, on social media, at least on Twitter, for uh, anybody else to win. Um, and right. they were, they would have absolutely gone completely nuts if Taylor Swift hadn't won. That's the other thing is that this this thing is, I mean, Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez went to the Grammys together, and you know, were seen in countless photographs together. So, it, and Selena Gomez is in the video, so they can have that moment of celebrating together. And, and yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it's, I, I, I guess I get it. If for the same reason you give Taylor Swift any award, I guess, is because you want Taylor Swift to be around. I mean, how she, she won dozens of awards at the VMAs, right? Um, and so it, it almost like, because I, to some level, I think the snubbing of Kendrick Lamar, or at least the perceived snubbing of, of Kendrick Lamar is... Also, additional publicity, right? Like, if Kendrick Lamar would have just won, uh, well, I guess you're right. Taylor Swift's fans would have been upset. I guess it's win-win for the Grammys. People are just going to talk about it either way. Yeah, and I don't, I don't disagree with 1989 as album of the year. I think this was one of the best album of the year crops that we've had in a decade. It just, ba- it just barely made it in, though, right? Because the the cutoff is October, and 1989 came out in October, so like it almost didn't make it for these Grammys, which would have been a weird thing. I um, also am not super entertained by the Kendrick Lamar album, and mm-hmm. it's a, I think it's a great it's a great album, and it's necessary in the subject matter. It's great that that is being talked about in, in pop music, but it's not like. Not like a super fun listen, and I think it's not you know, accessible. It's not that accessible. I think it's not I think as an Grammy, album. I think the Grammys is is celebrating pop pop music and and music yeah. that is like entertaining to a degree. And there's and some like entertaining a popularity thing, right? They yeah. can, yeah. But the music video thing is still a head scratcher because I think that's that's a lot more technical and and a lot more. I think a music video is just, it's a lot more, uh, it's, it's just different the way you judge a music video than an album. I think the success of a music video is a little bit more narrow. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, like looking at these videos, uh, the only other one that would conceivably merit the award would be All Right by Kendrick Lamar. The, like I, I would say Bad Blood is better than the other 
uh, nominees, probably. Yeah, uh, uh, it's been a while since I've seen... Freedom is a good video, but I just... The whole crop, I mean, crop of of nominees is a little bit of a... But then again, the people that are are, are choosing these and how this comes out, this is not a music video crowd. Right. This is not people who are considering them the same way that that fans of music videos do. So I think we're we're, we're looking at this as sort of like, oh, well, the the Grammys chose this. But in reality, these are music people choosing something that's that's, visual Mm -hmm. and... they don't. I don't think a lot of them understand the, the film portion of that. No, so, I think you're right. Yeah. So, so you know, that's fine. Um, the only in- issue that I have with that is that this is an extremely like visible award, even though it's it's in the you know the pre-show stuff. Uh, so. Yeah. No. T- totally. People are gonna like. It's a sell like. This is just like continuing to celebrate this video as one of the best, you know, of 2015 is what they're, you know, is what is being said by giving it this award. And, you know, I think people who are looking closer at music videos wouldn't rank it there. Mm -hmm. So in terms of other stuff that happened in the Grammys, this is not music video related, but I keep watching Adele's performance. Oh, with uh, the piano thing? With the piano thing, because I watched it and I was like... What is that sound? It sounded like it was like bing, 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 and and you can hear an engineer kind of in the, on the boards trying to figure out what it is and what's going on, and it goes in and out. Um, and then Adele tweeted shortly after the Grammys that a, a microphone had fallen on the piano and one of the piano strings, which then you watch it again and you're like, oh, everything makes sense because you can, it, it only comes into play when, um, if you're familiar with pan, pa, pianos, there's, there's pedals on the bottom that uh, control the hammers, which dampen the, the strings to various degrees. So you can hit a note and then dampen them to cut the sound off. And so you can tell that you can only hear the bing, 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 bing sound when he's riding those. Um, when he's letting the notes linger, you can't hear it. Um, which is, I don't know, in terms of like the, these events always fascinate me from a logistics standpoint um, because of how much planning and how much, you know, kind of professional knowledge has to go into making these things happen. And then when something like stupid, like a microphone falls and, you know, you get something that's like a 10 second fix if somebody just ran up there and, and you know, like repositioned it. Um, but then it's this huge story. So And because you don't, it's such a hard, that, that's just a hard thing to diagnose. Yeah, exactly. Like you have all you have all these tools that can like diagnose the issues that are going on on the inside, but something like a tangible issue like that, with like some shit just fell, uh, <laughs> that's like you can't. A machine doesn't necessarily recognize that as easily. And uh, one, we, we uh, do we have a yeah we had a, a show or a podcast since the Super Bowl um, this week. I right. watched the. Uh, did, did I mention the Katy Perry Super Bowl documentary last episode? Um, I'll put it no. in the show notes. It is it's an hour long documentary about the making of the 2015 Super Bowl, a halftime show with Katy Perry and Missy Elliott, Missy Elliott and Lenny Kravitz. Um, and holy shit, just the whole logistics they take you from the beginning to the end. If you're into any logistics stuff like that, you have to see this. It's amazing. Yeah, where is this, where is this doc? Uh, I found it on YouTube. Um, I think it's like officially on like some officially on like Direct TV or something. So you yeah. can't get it officially anywhere right now, like streaming. But there are there are like bootleg copies uploaded oh, to YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Put it in the show notes because um, it's, oh, it's so good. Um, and so speaking of logistics, we should talk about we have some logistical stuff to talk about related to the Grammys and music videos. 
because during the Grammys, um, I was not aware of this ahead of time, but, um, you know, this video has subsequently come, come out. Um, there was a Gwen Stefani music video uh, directed by Sophie Muller filmed live during one of the commercial breaks. Did you guys see this? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I didn't see it when it was live, but I've seen that it happened and I've seen the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the video "Make Me Like You," um, and it is essentially a Target, commer- target commercial. Um, <laughs> and but it, so I watched this not knowing that it was live and it was a commercial. I just thought it was another music video, um, and then went to research it and then, then realized it was live. Uh, did did you guys come into this music video knowing that it was it was like a live production? I did. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> Adam Alexander just, just found out. I just thought for real. Just found out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, because it doesn't look like it, right? It doesn't look no, like it. Doesn't. Uh, it do- or so it does and it doesn't. It feels like it in terms of Gwen Stefani's performance, mm. but they threw so much money at this where technically, I mean, that's the thing that makes this video what, like um, special is that it, like, the fact, the, the, production value, the set design, the the fact that there's probably like 11 cameras, because they keep cutting to different stuff that mm-hmm. isn't just two, like it's clearly not just two cameras. Um, and uh, so from that side of it, it is pretty seamless. Um, but I still think Gwen Stefani's performance feels live. So, yeah, it, it does feel live. And there, yeah, it does have that like very kind of like, I was wondering at the end because the ending shot is like a you know the, the camera goes up and then it's this little like roller derby track that turns into a Target logo and then yeah. you, you can hear people like cheering and screaming and stuff. I was like, well, that's kind of strange. I, I realized that it was the, the live the live thing. So it, it in terms of like a live performance, um, it's super 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 polished. Um, yeah, and. I wasn't able to find like a behind. I feel like with these kind of things, they really should just like at the exact same time this, or, or I guess shortly after release a behind the scenes video because yeah. people want to know what the deal is. I wasn't able to find one of those. Um, and because we're about, we're going to talk about an OK Go video later on that's also a spectacle, and they have released several behind the scenes videos since. So. Yeah, really fantastic, like really produced behind the scenes videos. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I, I liked this video a lot. I think that. Um, one thing that I was trying to figure out that maybe you guys can answer for me is there are a lot of references to things in this video. And one of the things that they do, the one of the kind of like the scenes that Gwen Stefani stumbles into is uh, the, you know, the parked motorcycles with the twirling black and white uh, projections in the background. And this is a scene that I recognize from the Ariana Grande problem video directed by the young astronauts. But I'm trying to figure out if that's like a reference to something else that I'm hmm. that I'm or if they're referencing that video, you know, I I actually failed to pick up um, any actual specific references. I but I also wasn't really looking for any. I I um, if any of that stuff ha- were it was put in there specific, it kind of washed past me. Hmm. Yeah, and I, was I, just, didn't, I didn't catch any there really. I kept because I knew this was a live performance and, and all that stuff. I whenever I know something like that, I keep just like looking for fuck ups. <laughs> <laughs> like I keep being like uh, lighting on her face, shitty, <laughs> shitty. Like they blew it. Like I can't see her face at all. Um, 
And that was one thing I had, I had a problem with this whole video actually is I think everything is so polished and so like amazing. The set design is amazing. The steady cam is great. The, you know, the performance is, um, from like, even the fact that it feels live, like Gwen Stefani's performance is great, but I feel like I can never really see her face, uh, except for like a few times where she's really in the light. And then, and then by the end she's locked in on light. But for the most time, I feel like her face is always in the shadows. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know if I'm being picky. I mean, I, I didn't really notice her, her face being that hidden, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I think there, there are always trade-offs and maybe you don't get enough of the, the rush or energy that comes from live performance to trade off the technical markdowns that you would give it. Is, is that like kind of the, 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 the trade-off that you're disappointed with? Uh, well, sorry, I'm saying, uh, say that again. So you you know in a live video you know you would accept some like technical uh, downfalls like having in you know inconsistent lighting on her face for, yeah, for something that, that the live performance like provides in as a benefit. Well, for, so here's the, here's why I'm bummed about it. I'm bummed about it because of first of all how great um, everything else is, mm-hmm. but um, but I also am bummed about it because I kept thinking like well, do I have this problem when I watch live performances on stages at award shows and I don't feel like I do because you don't because you could just put a, a spotlight on, on people or whatever you know you don't have to worry about lighting a whole like a, like multiple like dozens of setups mm-hmm. um, so it's I, like I understand the complication and I I guess I'm just uh uh, I'm bummed about it that like some a music video that is going to get so much attention and recognition like yeah I can't see the I can't see the lady's face. Hmm. Well, we we might have to agree to disagree on that because I can see her face pretty well, but I can see how that you know when she moves through different sets, they, she definitely like is in dark for significant periods of time. Yeah, I guess that's more what it is. I I mean I'm not saying they didn't light her, mm-hmm. uh, but just like yeah, there is some. some Significant moments of darkness in between, although there is still performance there. And if it's not a live video, you know, you're not going to have that stuff. Right. Um, but uh, kudos to Sophie Muller and the team for trying something live on obviously a very highly rated uh, event. That's always, uh, as we saw with the Adele stuff, that's always pretty nerve wracking <clears throat> and all sorts of crazy stuff can go wrong. Um, although... <laughs> As a, I mean, this seemed to, if there was any issue or any sort of technical complication with this video, I couldn't see it. And it seemed like a very complex production. So um, they must have gone through pretty significant rehearsals for this to be able to pull this off. Uh, and a whole bunch of Target's money. That's right. Yeah, well, well Target <laughs> got their money's worth because it's one of those things where I, I hate when Target does, like, you can only buy the album at Target stores. It's Yeah. It's... It, you know, maybe that was valid like ten years. I remember the Rolling Stones' Forty Licks album. You can only get a Target. Yeah, it's like ridiculous, like one-off albums. Back when you would go in and like go in and buy an album. But the idea of that piece of music, um, especially in this day and age when uh, you know we have Kanye West mixing album, you know, mixing an album on late into Friday night and then releasing it, you know, on Saturday night. Uh, yeah, but he's still releasing. 
Yeah. He's still trying to release it with that same kind of exclusivity. He, you know, right now they're trying as hard as they can to make Title the only place you can buy that album. Yeah. And I think it's, I think that's even more ridiculous because it's the it's the internet. Yeah. Like, but at least before you had to go to a store, uh, and like, so it's like, well, you can only go to this store. Mm-hmm. But like, the internet is the internet, and so yeah. I, I just read today that it uh, it has like a record breaking amount of torrent downloads at this point on Pirate Bay. It's like breaking all the records. <laughs> So. Yeah, so we're referring to the life of Pablo, which was uh, released as a charitable word. The release of the album was a complete shit show, I think, from every perspective. I, I would, I feel like someday there is going to be a chapter of a book written about the behind the scenes of everything that's gone on with Kanye West in the last two weeks. I'm really excited to read that. But yeah, right now the only place you can get it is to to, to sign up for Title, which is Jay Z and a number of other artists. Uh, streaming music platform, but other you know Taylor Swift, Kanye included, Kanye, yeah, Kanye included. He's he's big in, and Rihanna, I believe as well. Yeah. And but, you know there are artists, many of them involved with the Grammys and who won awards that don't have their music on certain streaming services. Uh, you cannot still get Adele's Twenty Five album on Spotify. You famously cannot get Nineteen Eighty Nine, the album of the year, on Spotify. So there there is something too. Uh, you know, making, you know, false scarcity out of these different platforms. But this is an extreme form. I think this is an extreme form. Um, you can buy it, but you got to buy it from Tidal. And it's $20, which is also crazy. <laughs> yes. Because, like, most albums of, of are, like, what, eight or nine bucks on iTunes? Yeah. Um, I guess it's – all right. So I don't want to give – I wouldn't – if if – it does. Is iTunes the only place you can buy Taylor Swift's album? Though that's not the case. I know that it's not on Spotify, but oh, no, it's, it's on it's on Google Play and uh, basically all the other um, anywhere really. Yeah, like Amazon she, and they're excluding Spotify specifically because right. they don't like Spotify's specific terms, which is or streaming I, services. Right? It's the I, streaming service right. issue. I think it's different than being like you've got to download this album from this website only. Right? I, I just. Um, I, it just frustrated me. I did. I did a thirty-day trial, but I'm going to cancel it after thirty days. <laughs> Same with me. Yeah, okay. I was just hoping it all gets sorted out. And title, like, I, I find it to be an insanely frustrating. Like, I would never voluntarily move from Spotify to title because they can't even. I can't even figure out how to play the goddamn tracks without double clicking it. Like yeah, title <laughs> doesn't support double clicking. I always if I double click a track, it plays like the first split second and then restarts. It's just Yeah, it you cuz it thinks you paused it. <laughs> it's I know, just amazing. I, yeah. I know. And it's uh and I um I uh I also didn't download the app though. I'm just listening to it out of my browser until uh until my month is up. Um it's a smart way to do it. I mean, there's the same problem on the on the Mac app, so uh, yeah, right. No, either way, they they were done both ways. It's not like we're not. It's not like title is bad. From what I from my experience of only listening to the life of Pablo on it, mm. it's not like it's not. It, we're not. It, I'm, I don't dislike it because of it. it it's a, a different app, and and I just don't like change. It seems to be in in my use of it an inferior product. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah, have you used title, Adam? No, I haven't. I've not used it in Canada. 
Yeah, um, that's a good question. I haven't tried to sign up. I almost did for Rihanna's album, but then I chose to buy it instead of signing up. So, And with Rihanna's um, album, it was available yeah. on Spotify a week later. A week so later, a right. A week thing, yeah. But like right. for you know, you can go, I'm looking right now, for 32 bucks, you can get uh, both 25 by Adele and 1989 by Taylor Swift, which I'm just now realizing are both direct references to their age in terms of numbers, which is mm-hmm. strange. Um, it's a new know, thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you can get both of those albums, you know, as like it's like a frequently bought together thing on Amazon. Like you can get the, the their their issue is not with people being able to buy their shit. Their issue is with um, you know, the, the the distribution platforms of of Spotify. So right. and you know, Taylor Swift was actually pretty clever to not keep her album from RDO because RDO ended up going under anyway. She's she knew that the big the big issue is Spotify. So it, it is, it does seem really, really strange. It, uh, but then again, everything that Kanye West has done in the last like two weeks has been super interesting, but also incredibly bizarre. So yeah. Bizarre, like a Fox. Yeah. Well, I'm, I don't know about that anymore. Uh, did you? Yeah, watch- I know that would, that was my line for a while. And mm. it, he, he keeps trying to prove me wrong. Yeah. Uh, things are, things are getting weird. Um, so, but you can read about that on any of those, uh, other music, any of the other places on the internet, vlogs, uh, what you get from us is music video commentary and Banter. so I think we should talk about, okay, go to music video next. Okay, go. Oh man. Whoa. That's joke. That's joke number two. Man, is, my, is my dad here? Did my dad, my uh, dad, Klinger, Mr. Klinger, your, your jokes are on fire tonight. Um. <laughs> So you, you guys have heard of this this OK Go. Uh, These OK group. Go guys. If you and actually, if you want to, I mean, this is episode one hundred eighty four, I believe. If you want to go back to listen to episode two of this podcast, mm-hmm. we had two people from Sin Labs on to talk about a previous OK Go video. The um, uh, this too shall pass Rube Goldberg OK Go video. We also had Tim Nakashi on, and he talked about his OK Go video for for a stretch. That's right, yeah. Which one was his, the one that he directed? I don't remember the name of the song, but it's the one where it's like the repeating, like they uh, are waving things across the screen, and it kind of is... Um, uh, WTF, question mark. Yes. Um, and that is a an outlier, because most of them are, are directed by Damien Kulash Jr., who's the singer of the band, and uh, Trish C., I believe. Which is his, from, yeah. his sister, His I sister, think. yeah. And obviously these videos, I mean, these videos just keep getting more and more intense in terms of logistics, and they're typically kind of one-shot videos that are feats of organization. Um, actually, the- That's a great way to describe it, feats of organization. <laughs> it is good. Um, thank you, guys. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I, I keep forgetting and keep being reminded that uh, my alma mater, Notre Dame's uh, marching band, is in an OK Go video. Yeah, it's also for This Too Shall Pass, but it's the first version. Yeah, it, it, it's like it, it's technically a live version, I think. Um, so- or... Uh- Huh. Oh, you mean they're playing the music in, they're in playing video? Music live, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we just talked about a different kind of live video. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, totally. Yeah, it was not live broadcast. It was broadcast to the to the media space around them. Um, <laughs> so this one is called Upside Down. No, no, no. Yes, Upside Down, Inside Out. Right. Um, and do so you remember from the chorus? That's right. And so th- th- this takes place on. An airplane. You've heard of like so. Whenever you see like uh, you, remember, you guys have seen Apollo thirteen, right? Uh, yeah. With the uh, good old Tom Hanks and Ed Harris, and back in those days in the nineties, the way they filmed 
you know, astronauts in space, they used what's called a, 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 an airplane that did a parabolic arc, um, which basically granted them, you know, maybe like 30 seconds or so of weightlessness. And this is what OKGO okay did for this video. Uh, I think it's. I think we should mention that S seven Airlines because they went through a lot of effort to make sure we know that S seven Airlines is heavily involved in the production of this video. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and they filmed this in Russia. They went to like outside of Moscow to Star City, um, which was interesting uh, to film this. Uh, and if you look at the rehearsals for this, the S seven logo is much more prominent, um, and they've 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 kind of like muted it a little bit in the final video. But what you get is this basically takes place in an airplane um, and is almost all okay go weightlessness and what you would expect like a choreographed dance um some of it is weightlessness other times it just feels like shit's falling backwards well that's what yeah and so in the in the um behind the scenes thing they explain that um because the logistics of it was that the plane could go up for 27 seconds and and do a parabolic arc where you got you know varying degrees of intensity of weightlessness during that arc and then four to five minutes of just this is the part that just just blows my mind. Four to five oh, minutes. so it's the twenty seven. I didn't watch the behind the scenes. I saw some of it, but so twenty seven seconds is actually weightlessness, and that's when the like stewardess are like spinning around and shit. Right, right, and then the rest is is them is shit just falling back. Well, so this is what happened. So they so basically the airplane goes up into the parabolic arc, twenty seven seconds of weightlessness, then it comes down. Um, regains stability and then has to fly for four to five minutes to regain um, the ability to fly up into the parabolic arc. So what they do, so basically it looks like one continuous shot, but basically they're cutting out all the sections. Whenever you see things fall to the ground again, that's when they cut. And then they and the, basically they just stood still for those five minutes and then started up the song again when the plane went up. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, and, got it. Which it's is, so funny that they went through all of this like effort to like all of this. Everything you see is real. We didn't use any effects or anything like that, but they do hide cuts. Yeah, it, I mean they hide cuts. I think better than I've seen anybody hide a cut. I mean I, I've watched yeah. it several times, and it's funny in the behind the scenes video they actually show you. They're like, here are the cuts, and I still can't pick them out. It's it's really, <laughs> really incredible. Yeah. Um, what a bummer, actually. Why? Why is that I, a bummer? That's a, it's that, just it, that's just a technical limitation of. No, I understand that. I understand that. It just to, I get that. Mm-hmm. I it just it just I mean I just feel like if you're the filmmaker here, or like if you want to achieve this, when they had this idea, mm-hmm. I feel like they were bummed out by the idea that they have that they're you you actually are flying in, in your music video. Mm-hmm. You still got to hide cuts. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like we've we've gotten to a world where I can fly in my fucking music video, but I still got to fucking, you know, cut stuff. Uh, it's just weird. And, and if you watch some of it's been a long time since I've seen like the behind the scenes of like Apollo 13 and all that. But they ran into the same limitations there where they they had weightlessness for, for very brief periods of time. Um, so the other thing is that they so they, they chopped up the song into these 27 segment 27 segment seven segments. Okay, hold on. They Twenty-seven shot, se- segments. Yeah. Um, but in reality, the actual segments that they needed to kind of like cut the beats on, or like kind of like have different shifts in tone, were twenty-one seconds. Um, so they slowed down the song. So what you're actually seeing is things in, in slower motion, or sorry, in faster motion. Um, 
so they kind of like it has this really uncanny like look to it because you kind of know what people in a, in like a weightlessness airplane look like in terms of floating around, um, and these are sped up so it it looks like you know like more realistic motion in a way because you know you, you know when those girls are twisting around they're twisting you know significantly slower than they actually are in the video, um, mm-hmm. so so as the video goes on I think <laughs> I kept thinking like. This is one of those videos where I was really interested in what was going to happen next, and I was I couldn't believe when they brought out the the balloons full of whatever goo was in that and just like trashed this fucking plane. I thought that was that was really neat. Um, did you- Sorry, I had to uh, I had to throw my cat out of the room for a second. Right. <laughs> But I also fucking love the paint and the balloons. Yeah, uh, that shit was sick. Uh, yeah, there was like a there was, so there was a handful of moments, uh, two or three really moments that are that just kind of blow my mind. One is when the stewardess are spinning around in the middle. So good, yeah. Uh, um, and then so good. and then the the paint the paint is definitely another one that they just trashed that plane. Um, so this is do they just do this in one take? Uh, this is one take. Yeah. Wow. Because, so, yeah, you, how many times can you fucking trash a plane like that and be like, okay, set up again. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's fly again. And the funny thing is that one take, you know, because of the, the, the plane having to stabilize, took 40 minutes. So what you're seeing is 40 minutes front to back, but it is front to back, um, which is, I, I, I think, is pretty incredible. Uh, yeah, that that moment because this is also a great song. I think OK Go doesn't get enough credit for like how well these songs sync up with these music videos. But yeah, that moment of the the stewardesses, the dancers, twisting in that circle is just is really really good. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is basically magic, but actually it's not. <laughs> it's physics, but like it's ju- it just uh, yeah, it is pretty unbelievable. I don't know if. I mean, the song. I guess the song is fine. I'm not a OK Go fan, as in terms of their music. Like, I would never listen to their music out, outside outside of this context. We're gonna need to dis- disagree again, Doug. Man, again, Adam. No, Adam, you're a tiebreaker. Do you like listen to OK Go outside of the music videos? Yes or no? I do. I do. Wow, yeah. both of you guys do. Yeah. Both yeah, of you guys I, have OK Go on your Spotify. Uh huh. Yeah. I well, I mean, everything's on Spotify, but I do listen to um, OK Go. No, I mean on your saved playlist. Don't be no. Don't be a I don't. Like, <laughs> but um, also, everything's not on fucking Spotify. We just talked about how Taylor Swift and Adele aren't on there. That's true. It's smart, Alex. So what I think is uh, remarkable, though, is, um, like, I mean, these are the kind of videos that OK Go, um, like, historically tries to make. Like, they're kind of ever since the very first, uh, the uh, the one on the treadmills uh, for Get Over It, that they've been trying to kind of recreate the buzz that that video got with, like, these sort of these clever little concepts. And when an OK Go video comes out, uh, always before watching it, I always have, like, this sort of moment of... Do I want to watch it? Like, is it really going to, like, you know, live up to the thing that they do? And it was really kind of uh, remarkable for me how how just how good this one was. This one really stands out. And, like, it made me wonder, like, maybe this is the end. Maybe now they've, they've reached it. They're obviously probably going to try to do some more. But can they do something cooler than this? I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe they've outdone themselves with this one. I think so. They're super, super consistent, like in that they still manage to wow you, um, uh, like again and again. But there are a few that become way less memorable. Um, 
and that don't really stick stick so hard with you. I still think the the last one that I think is going to stick as long as this one is still the Rube Goldberg. Has there really been like one that's super super significant between then between that one and this one? That's I, I, like, no, probably not. The other one I really liked was the the needing getting in the car, whether how fabricated or how real that one actually is. I did like that one quite a bit as well. Um, I have to say that the the writing the writings on the wall I think is as memorable. I, 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 it yeah. has sort of the same tone in terms of. Is like, the writings on the wall the one uh, where they perspective one? Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. That is one. But there was yeah. one. There was one they did with those weird ball things a year I won't or two let ago. You down. Yeah. Yeah. I won't let you down. Is 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 a little bit of a um, not so memorable one. That one. Right. St- that one stands up as like an experience as an experience watching it. But then I think it doesn't have a, a, the the. Um, the, the things that stick in your head. So I would agree with that, yeah. But they're it's all, a um, fantastic video, so. Oh, totally, totally. I wonder if they do, do these, does, does Damien Coolidge do, um, that, like, a direct other shit? Like, because this stuff is really inventive. And, and obviously he's got a great business sense because the last, of the last, you know, dozen OK Go music videos have, have had heavy product placement that isn't in, like invasive, mm-hmm. but like the one with those ball things, that was a, pro- a commercial for those balls. This is obviously commercial for S seven airlines. Um, you know, they're hawking, they're hawking shit oh, yeah. but it, in the most entertaining way possible. Um, and so meeting like, and getting was a very thinly was a car veiled. commercial. A car yeah. Commercial, yeah. yeah. Right. Not even thinly veiled. I mean, it was played during the Super Bowl, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, there, I mean, which is really smart. I think you got to do something and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's no less invasive than headphones and, you know, beats headphones or, 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 you know, <laughs> e-cigarettes in, in mm-hmm. music videos. So, um, you know, but I, I just because wasn't there a thing where they were like, yeah, we were pitching this idea to this company and then we did it and then they did it, too. Was do you remember that that with with them saying that they pitched an idea to a company and then the, the company basically just ripped them off? Uh, it doesn't sound implausible, but I, I do not remember that. No, uh, it was. I think it was the per- Force Perspective video. Okay, oh, go. You know, what? I, yeah, uh, I feel like there that, that is ringing a bell. Yeah. Oh, Apple. Yeah, did, did oh, Apple? That's just, right. Yeah, I remember seeing that live during Apple's presentation. Yeah. Yeah. Did Apple just rip off Okay Go's music video, Mashable, from September 2014? So, uh, um, so they're clearly like pitching pitching this stuff to companies and stuff. Is it just like? They pitch to a company and they're like, "Yeah, we got this song." Like, is it just does it just all become one thing, and that's what they do? You got me. I I I have to believe that they that this is a significant source of income for them, though. Um, and yeah. I, I feel like you know, along with those assets that they're protecting, I feel like they're probably more savvy now about protecting their ideas. Uh, I, I have to believe that th- this idea had a pretty tight lid on it um, before it was actually released. I think they kind of learned their lesson with the, with the Facebook stuff because yeah. I, I did not see anything about this leak out whatsoever. Unless no. I, I've been, I, I kind of I looked at all their Instagrams and stuff and couldn't really see anything before this came out. And they spent. Well, who do you who who else is going to rip this off? The other one <laughs> company that'll let you fly? Yeah, yeah. I guess if I ever get the chance to fly S seven Airlines, I guess I'll t- I'll take it. Maybe. I mean, is it a, is it a real airline? It, or is it or, like the S seven airlines a real airline? I thought it was just an airline that'll let you fly in the air like this. 
That's a really good question. Uh, it's just travel leisure and like, I don't know. I've, um, let's see here. They have a Wikipedia article. Yeah, check it out. No, as of 2008, it was Russia's biggest domestic airline. So I guess wow. it's a Russian airline. Weird. Yeah. The Ruskies wanted to give some some cash, so why not? Um, there you go. It's funny. Their fleet is 58 airplanes, and they're one of the biggest domestic airlines in Russia. How many? Now, is there a lot of leisure travel in Russia? I don't really know. I don't know. I feel like like Delta has got to have like yeah. How big is Delta's this, fleet? Delta's fleet is, is seven hundred twenty-two planes. <laughs> yeah, but what? How many airlines are going to Russia? I feel like that's not pretty. That's not very common, right? I suppose so. Yeah, and if it's domestic, I feel like most people are flying like in and out of Europe to to Moscow and let's say yeah, Pittsburgh. right. Uh, we were speculating and stuff, and I have no clue <laughs> right. at all about it. Right, but I'm on board, buddy. Whatever you say. <laughs> so uh, so we also had another big deal music video come out uh, because it was another Hero Mirai video. Uh, and this one is for Bauer, and it is the, mu- uh, the song is called uh, Day Ones. And, guys, I have a connection to the Grammys because we're going connect to connect all this shit to the Grammys in some way. Oh, shit. Um, so at the Grammys, uh, during one of the performances, they went live to the uh, uh, Richard Rogers Theater, I believe it's called, in Manhattan, and we saw the opening number of the Hamilton musical. So Hamilton kind of mixes the new, you know, the the old, you know, everybody's in like, uh, you know, uh, 18th century costumes and stuff like that, and it also mixes, you know, contemporary musical styles like rap, although most of it's in like a, a traditional, albeit contemporary musical theater style. And this music video kind of does, uh, it picks up similar themes. It takes place in a modern parking lot at night, as any good hero Mariah music video should. Right. At. Um, and features like basically a revolutionary war battle in the middle of this like modern parking lot at night. Uh, I think I thought it was fantastic. It was I, it's like uh, hero. I think when he tweeted it or something, he said uh, they let us make this. And and it just seems like such an unexpected music video for uh, a rap song, despite the fact that Hamilton is a. Uh, it seems to have some some similar themes to Hamilton. I did not know what Hamilton was about. I knew it was popular, but I didn't I didn't care to know anything else about it. No, but now I do, and so now I guess it the it makes uh, it, it makes it seem more more culturally relevant than I realized. Did, did wait? Did you was your first introduction to the content of Hamilton me explaining it on this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's fantastic. I highly recommend it. Even if you're not really into to, to musical theater, which I am not not really, um, I've been listening. That, that soundtrack has been basically the main thing I've listened to for the past two weeks. Really? So, yeah. Not so, not not the life of Pablo. Uh, not really. I'm not digging the life of Pablo that much. Um, Whoa! Except let's, for let's Ultralight Beam, which should be. <laughs> I I would pay more for Spotify just to have Ultralight Beam. Well, agree to disagree on life of Pablo. There's the there's the third thing hmm. that did yeah. that. Since we since Kanye West years. performed on yeah Kanye West performed on SNL and and SNL sketch sketches follow the rule of three. Hmm. They do. So we uh, did the podcast. Well, we've we've hit our three, so we'll agree forever that for, about everything from here on out. Yeah, that's it. All agreements, <laughs> well, unless we're referencing one of the other disagreements. Yeah, of course. Uh, that goes without saying. Um, so this music video also premiered on Apple Music, 
and is still on Apple Music. And the engagement is incredibly low on Apple Music. It, it, is, it, is, it is a crime that how low the engagement is. If Hiro Mirai uploaded this video to his Vimeo account and, did, and, 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 like, and titled it like Untitled Rough Cut uh, <laughs> and, and didn't pick a thumbnail, uh, it would have significantly more loves and comments and shares than it does here on this, uh, on this here Apple Music player. Uh, what is up with that? I God, there's like two comments. It is just, and obviously, like that is no reflection on the video at all. This is such an amazing no, music video. No. Why would you cage this in Apple Music? <laughs> let's hide. Let's let's. All right, let's make this great hero Mariah music video, and then just put it in, throw it on the street. That's it. It's just like not even like let's not even put it out. The when did thing, this come out? Seventeen uh, two. It says, it says it's got the Brit. For some reason, it has the the. Oh, you know, I have a Great Britain link. That's why it has the British version of the date. Because um, I didn't even know. Like this is not only caged, but like I did not even see a tweet about this. Nothing. Seventeen until- two. <laughs> uh, Hero tweeted tweeted about it. Hero tweeted it. Doomsday tweeted it. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, I missed I this if one. You, and if you go, I thought it was supposed to be on Bauer's website. The blogs don't have it. I don't think because it's not. I saw it doesn't the. Seem- I saw if you can go to Bauer.com and see it, but that obviously isn't going to drive any engagement to the Apple Music um, page. Um, um, a few blo- I, mean, I saw it on Spin. Spin had the Apple Music embed. Um, okay. Although like the bottom like thirty pixels were cut off for some reason. Great, um, but Bauer's. Um, <laughs> Bauer released his last music video through Apple Music exclusively for Go Go, which is a great music video. And it's, again, I don't think anybody's really seen it because it's fucking on Apple Music only. <laughs> what is happening? Why would it? I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, you know what? We all have title now. We should all fucking watch that Nicki Minaj Beyonce music video that we never got to see with the French fries. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh the the one thing that is interesting is that they they did put like some pretty deep credits on this, just in the in the text field. But um, you know they have Larkin Seeple's name for and uh, you know the Steadicam Ops name and, and a few you know art director's name, which is you know, but it, and it's like above the the video, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, that is unique. But nobody's but nobody's going to this page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Literally nobody. Nobody even knows how to. This would have a, this would have, I feel like around a million views by now if it was on if it was on YouTube. A, a lot more than forty seven loves. Yeah. Right. Um, exactly. So I think yeah. Apple Music does. Uh, first of all, Apple Music needs to apologize for Drake for robbing him of having a number one single mm-hmm. um, with Hotline Bling, and they need to apologize to Hiro Murai for burying this video in this awfully designed page with it. Where you know I have you know I have a. a uh, external monitor that's I think twenty three inches or something like that. I have it across the entire page and the Apple Music embed. We, when you expand the entire page as large as you can really make it, is maybe through you know five hundred pixels across at the yeah. most. Right. It's yeah. so you you, you got to watch. You have to watch it full screen. Oh yeah. Which yeah. who wants to do that? Full screen. Not me. Not me. Um, so excellent music video. I love the. Um, in this chandeliers. case, I, yeah, the chandelier is amazing, and in this case, I feel like the the, the darkness adds a, a an element of kind of you know these are obviously like kind of 
Revolutionary War reenactors, I am assuming. Um, and if you've ever seen, like, footage of Revolutionary War actors in, like, the daylight, it looks kind of goofy. Um, so I think Hero <laughs> very, very wisely, hit, you know, hid this under a blanket of darkness. And it just adds such a, a an eerie quality to it, but it just looks adds an incredible amount of realism to it because hides all the the things that if it was in plain you know light you'd be like oh well that does look you know it's just obviously a bunch of dudes dressed up like revolutionary war people right right it does it does work yeah that's interesting (laughs) it does interesting yeah it's it's great uh but yeah um yeah if they just did this in like a field in connecticut it might there are there are many lesser music videos that have tried concepts similar to this in the daytime mm-hmm. um, with the best of intentions and and it has not worked out so yeah. hero and that's i mean that's part of what makes him an amazing director is making decisions like that i'm, I'm sure um you know p- various people from the doomsday uh squad also made these decisions i noticed, noticed in the producer credit on apple music uh, Jason's old last name is used yeah we're the only one giving him the love that he deserves yeah yeah, people. Got I think it. maybe when this video was produced, he was still doing the true. It um, kind of has some energy too that maybe Hero hasn't tapped into before. It's a little bit more uh, obviously they're firing off their their guns and stuff. So and the song is high energy, but it 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 has the style and the, and sort of the night setting that lots of his videos do. But there's an energy here that feels a little bit new for him. I think it's I a find. pretty good. I think it's a pretty good observation. I th- actually would agree with that. Yeah, uh, except unless you're talking uh, the um, the energy goes up in the sober video. Yeah, it's true. It does. I mean, uh, it still has kind of like a dream or a nightmare quality to it that's really consistent in all his work. But um, it just seemed less. Um, I don't know. Less. Well, the cuts are quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I, I feel there's like something is, new here. Yeah, this is cut significantly quicker. It's it's also more uh, viscerally violent than I feel like we get. A lot, violent. A lot of, yeah. A lot of hero music videos. I mean, there are some like some blood spatterings in this. Um, yeah, the hero videos are a lot more like implied violence mm-hmm. or um, kind of like around violence in in the company of. Right. Um. So yeah, fantastic. Um, hopefully we'll get Apple Music support on the site soon so we can get that in there and you can watch it right there. Working on that right now. Yeah, but put it on a different goddamn website too while you're fucking at it. We'll, we'll do our part. We'll do our part, but yeah. come on. Oh, we forgot come to on, mention Bauer. that the OK Go video premiered on, on Facebook. Um, yeah, great. And they also have a, have a view count now. Um, yeah, Facebook does, and it's pretty massive, the views. Yeah. This is Facebook, Facebook. It's like Facebook's doubling down on video and – yeah. You know they're they're claiming massive view count numbers because you know Facebook will count a view as three seconds and they auto play videos. So basically, if you just like don't scroll fast enough, you you've watched like a dozen videos every time you log onto Facebook. Um, and they have a new um, a new way of viewing the videos too, which is interesting. Um, you used to basically view them the same way you viewed pictures, kind of on their own page with the comments underneath. Um, and now, uh, if you click on, you know, a thumbnail in the OKGO okay video section, you get like kind of like a what they call a light box, which with a you know where the entire page gets dark darkened out, and the video kind of plays on top of that layer, which is um, for a major video player um, something to pay attention to. 
um, in terms of video UI. Because basically, you know, there hasn't been too many adventures in video user experience in the last few years. Basically, we've had, you know, YouTube's experience and all the major players like uh, Vimeo, of course, and and Dailymotion and such, you know, all follow a relatively similar pattern. So Facebook does something a little bit different. Yeah, see how that goes. Well, see, I mean, 47 million views, like, like, like you said, probably inflated a little bit, but that's still pretty, pretty good. These views, I feel like, are a little bit more genuine, closer to, closer than the, like, meme shit that really takes off on Facebook of, like, random, like, random cooking videos and shit that, you know, my friends, my old friends from high school's mom posts on Facebook and I look at. Yeah. Who doesn't love a good cooking video? Um... Well, you guys, uh, I think our time has come to an end. Um, we did it. We absolutely did. Uh, I feel like there's a big pat on the back. We found, you know, like like in video games where they say there's three hidden coins, we found the three hidden Doug and Adam disagreeances. And going forward, uh, I think we need to find three of those in every episode. Mm, so if you I want, look forward to it. If you want more of these, you got to go on imvdb.com slash podcast. This is episode 184. Um, getting close to episode 200, you guys. Nick, we're zeroing in on it. We're going to hit it in 2016. That's very exciting. Um, I'm excited about it. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We, I fixed Doug's Twitter handle <laughs> on the Facebook podcast page. Thanks, Doug, for pointing that out. Thanks, GitHub. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>